I want today to be the day you break the cycle in your life in these failed marriages. This brought you to court for the fifth time. I want you to choose to break that cycle today. Here is today's case. My husband doesn't take anything serious. He's a prankster. And on top of that, he had a one night stand before. So you walk in the house. Uh-huh. And what do you see? I see her on my couch, and I see him, he's just looking dumb. That wasn't so funny, was it, Mr. Thompson? No, it wasn't funny. This was a woman you had a one-night stand with? Is yeah, that it true? was a one-night stand, but I met her through a friend. Mr. Thompson, I'm gonna ask you something. Why would you have this woman park her car in your yard, in front of the house, in the grass, for everybody in the neighborhood to see? Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Nikki from the UK. Nikki, welcome to Divorce Court. We're so happy to have you with us today. Your Honor, today's case is Thompson versus Thompson. Thank you, Juan. <clears throat> Amia Thompson. Yes, Your Honor. You have brought your husband, Demario Thompson. Yes, Your Honor. To divorce court? I've never seen someone so happy to be in divorce court, Mr. Thompson. Mm -hmm. This is a serious matter. You say you're ready to end your marriage if he doesn't stop his childish behavior and clingy ways. Yes. Now, the two of you have been married for seven years. Together for 11 years, you were high school sweethearts? Yes, we are, Judge. Okay, give me some background. <laughs> Tell me what's, what's happening. Um, well, I'm here today uh, because my husband doesn't take anything serious. He's a prankster. Um, he jokes a lot. And on top of that, you know, he had a one-night stand before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things aren't as sweet as they look. <laughs> mm. Mr. Thompson, what do you have to say about this, sir? Well... Why do you think you're here in divorce court? I'm here today in divorce court because of the ways, things that we, that we have going on in our, in our marriage that we want to get... I feel like we want to get straight before it comes to an end. Before it comes to an end? You think you're there? Um... No, I'm not Close there. to it. Close, yeah. Close to it. Well, the two like of you, are. you're in your 20s. You're 26 and 28 years old. So you married when you were 19? Yeah, I got married when I was 19. And you met in high school. Yeah. So what happened? Why'd you, why'd you decide to get married as a teenager? He swept me off my feet. <laughs> I, I was in love with him. I'm not gonna say I thought I was in love with him. I was in love with him and still am, you know? What'd your family say about you getting married at 19? They were all very supportive. They were? Um, my family is young. They all got married young, so <laughs> they were very supportive. What about your family? My family... Against it. Yeah, you know, ain't nobody, ain't too many people. Like, it's, it's people that married in my family, but they old. Ain't nobody just really settled down when they was young. Mm -hmm. Like... Did nah. they tell you not to do it? Yeah, majority, I say, yeah. They, they did. They mm -hmm. said, hey, like, well, you, they, have you thought about it? Did you think about how long it's gonna, you know? You think about what she need or what you're gonna have to provide, what you're gonna get you giving up, the chances you giving up, um, you know? So. so why did you decide to propose at 19, 20 years old? Because I had two kids at the time. So it just, you know, and she wanted to, she wanted to be married. The two of you already had two children? Yeah, we had two, we had kids before before marriage. Okay. You know, coming out of school, so we was living on our own, doing stuff on our own, so I just feel like it's time for us to get married. Was it good for you at the beginning? It was great. Um, we had, you know, some things that still go on, like, as far as him joking, but I thought there was, like, a stage and we'd get out of it, but I guess not, you know, because we still here. So you say you've matured faster than he has? Yes, along with the kids, yeah. And the children have, too, according <laughs> to her, Mr. Thompson. 
so I'm going to go back to a few years ago because mm -hmm. this is when the two of you really hit a rough spot in your marriage. You were traveling, you were out of town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got back in town and what happened? Um, I had gotten a call from a family member saying that there was someone parked in my driveway. She didn't know I was out of town. The car was parked in my grass. I like a nice manicured lawn and I like to plant my plants. So, you know, I'm real particular about people parking in my grass. So I'm like, who will park in my grass while I'm not there? So my family members like, I'm just gonna go check it out. Um, she goes to the house and she gives me a call like, hey, um, it's a girl here. I'm like a girl. So I'm like, all right, I'm on the next flight. How did she know that it was another woman? She didn't know that I was out of town. So when she called me and she wanted to see about the car being on my lawn, uh, she just popped up. She went into the home. And she so she went inside of the house? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, so she saw the woman with her own eyes. She saw the woman what? with her own eyes and mm -hmm. saw Demario. So you get on a flight. Mm-hmm. Fly back home. home. Um, I arrived maybe about six in the morning, and she was still there when I got there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking she spent the night. Um, my family members saw her maybe three that evening, the day before. So I got home, and you know, I'm like, so what is this? So you Who walk in she? the house. Uh huh. And what do you see? I see her on my couch, and I see him. He's standing up. He just looking dumb. And and what did you say to him? Who is she? Why is she in my house? <laughs> what did she say? Um, she didn't really say anything. I don't think she wanted those problems anyway. That wasn't so funny, was it, Mr. Thompson? No, it wasn't funny. So what was going on, sir? This was a woman you had a one-night stand with? Is yeah, that it true? was a one-night stand, but I met her through a friend. Mr. Thompson, I'm gonna ask you something. Why would you have this woman park her car in your yard in front of the house, in the grass, for everybody in the neighborhood to see? See, I didn't know how she parked her car in front of the you know, in front of the house that she did. Like, she parked... I, I didn't know that, so... And the car is still there the next day. You, you saw that she had a car, right? She, you you yeah, know she drove over there? Yeah, she drove a car. Where, where were the children? Those were their relatives. Yeah, let me tell you something. We've, we've heard our share of cheating stories in this courtroom. But, but you're not even being a smart cheater. <laughs> exactly. Because the woman's car is right there in the front yard for the whole world to see. You might as well have put it on the news. Hmm. So she comes home, walks in, woman's still there. What do you say? Uh, I was scared. I don't really have... He kept <laughs> saying she was a friend. But well, what ends up happening is you say you made the situation worse. What'd you do? I was mad about the fact that he decided to come out and tell me the truth, you know, months later. So you were still upset, and when the opportunity for you to take revenge happened, you took it. I did. happening is you say you made the situation worse. What'd you do? Well, I had a contractor for the uh, job that I was working at, and we hooked up one night, mm -hmm. you know. This was a year later? Mm-hmm. Did you do it because you were still angry with him? I did it because, um, around that time, he decided to go ahead and be honest, which I had already knew I have a woman's intuition that God blessed me with. Well, it doesn't take a lot of intuition to know what was going on that morning when you showed up mm -hmm. at 6 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. She's on the couch the next morning, her car is parked <laughs> in the front yard, you don't know the woman, don't know who she is. This is not a case of, for intuition. Mm -hmm. This exactly. is not a case for CSI. 
Exactly. So, <laughs> I was mad about the fact that he decided to come out and tell me the truth, you know, months later. So, what did you do? I had sex with the contractor. From your job? Mm-hmm. Did you tell him about it afterwards? Y yeah. Yeah, I did. What did you say to him? I was feeling guilty, and I was mm -hmm. like, look, I have to tell you something. And I told him, you know, hey, this happened with this person. And then, like, a couple of weeks later, he ended up finding, like, text messages between me and the guy. Mm -hmm. And... Was it know... a one-time encounter for you? Yeah, it was a one-time encounter. Um, but we did send, like, 30 texts back and mm -hmm. forth, you know, for maybe, like, that lasted a week. It probably so, you were still upset, mm -hmm. and when the opportunity for you to take revenge happened, mm -hmm. you took it? I did. An honest question. How did that make you feel? It didn't make me feel any better. Like, I was still mad. Like... That's what usually happens. It usually makes yeah. people feel worse. Mm hmm Because you, you're doing something that's outside of your character now. Right. What do you say is happening? We say his childish behavior. What do you mean by that? He likes to prank me. But you know, him I'm... doing what? He likes to go around the house spraying fart spray, and the fart spray stinks so badly that, you're talking you know... about Mr. Thompson, not one of your children. Mm. Mr. Thompson, my other child. <laughs> So, um, it stinks so badly that it's gonna wake you up out of your sleep. So, um, he knows that I have to get up early mornings mm -hmm. or I like to go to sleep, uh, like 8 o'clock mm -hmm. at night. So, if he feels like I'm sleeping too early, I don't know why he likes to bother me or just bother me. Well, let me see the video you submitted to court. Mr. Thompson, what, what's going on here, sir? Well, it's just uh, like, okay, well, I have to play. Well, majority of the times, it's like, see, more just, I feel like just keeping spunk in the relationships. Like, keeping spunk in the relationship? Yeah. yeah. Spraying fart spray? <laughs> yeah, because it's fun, because, like, majority of the times, we don't really have any playful moments. Everything is, like, majority of the time, really much serious with her. Does she think it's funny? When you like, do that? No, no it's not oh, funny. Oh, you think it's funny? Yeah, I think it's funny. Because, you know, the kids, me and the kids sitting around and do, do it to it too. So, it ain't like, you know, I, some, majority of the time, I be by myself. The kids mm -hmm. be ready to prank and they be ready to play. So, mm -hmm. that's what, that's when they come down to us playing with her. Um, this one incident where she had to be ready to go out to handle some business, whatever she had to do. And before she left, though, I was over in the kitchen and she was rushing. She was rushing to try to get the house. She left the car crunk up. So she just went to the back of the back of the house. I just went out the window in the kitchen, and I locked the doors to the car and came back in and just played around for like two, three hours. Two or three hours? Yes. Yeah, because I didn't think it was just too bad. You know, like she didn't have nowhere really to be. So it was like. Where were you going, Judge? I don't remember. <laughs> so I know Mr. it was Mr. somewhere important. Mr. Thompson, two or three hours though, yeah. sir. Yeah. I mean, two or three minutes. It might be funny. Yeah. But two or three hours? You see? That's torturing somebody. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Because she thinks she's locked out of the car, right? For yeah, two or three hours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she thought spray cues in her car and said, I, I And got... you think this is funny? Nah, well, it's like... It's funny to you. Yeah. See, I think I know what the problem is. I understand you want to keep laughter and fun mm -hmm. in the marriage. Why don't you do something funny that actually makes her laugh instead of making her be upset? Because in the last three years, you've threatened divorce 15 or 20 times. Why?
If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. I think I know what the problem is. All of these things are funny to you, but they are not funny to her. Mm -hmm. And if things are so serious between the two of you, why don't you do something funny that actually makes her laugh instead of making her be upset? Can you think of something funny that actually she finds funny? Because I'm guessing a lot of these things were funny in high school when the two of you met. But it's not so funny anymore. (laughs) Were were you popular in high school, Mr. Thompson? Yeah, I'm popular. Because you were were the jokester, (laughs) you were the prankster, and you were the guy that got all the laughs. Yeah. Right? Okay. Your home is not high school anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell them. Okay? We, didn't, we have left high school. We have children now. You have a wife. You have three children and responsibilities. I understand you want to keep laughter and fun mm-hmm. in the marriage. That's a good thing. She wants to be able to laugh at the jokes, too. So I want you to get some new material. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to look. I'm going to work on it. So you say in the last three years, you've threatened divorce 15 or 20 times. Why? He irritates me. It's like, I, you know, I really don't want to divorce him, but I feel like if I tell him I'm going to divorce him, maybe he'll fix himself. But, so you then know. you're like the boy who cried wolf. Mm. Basically. Because you're going there with the ultimate threat mm-hmm. to try to get him to change. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't happened. And he hasn't changed, according to you. And what is it that you want? You want him to do what? Have you worked past the, the hurt and the pain and the mistrust you caused each other in the relationship? Mm, it's trust issues. So, I don't... So, you have not? No, ma'am. You have not. What about you? We're trying. I mean, he just doesn't take the relationship serious. Look at him. He's over there laughing now. That's when he's laughing at. Well, but I, I get the impression his personality has always been this. Am I right, ma'am? Somewhat. So, this bubbly personality he has, even in divorce court... <laughs> Mr. Thompson has mm-hmm. always had this personality. It's probably what made Attracted him the me. popular guy in high school in the mm-hmm. first place. But you know what, Mr. Thompson? Over the years, you grow up, you have a family, and you realize that your responsibilities in life is not just about having fun all the time and this constant laughter and this constant need to joke and these constant need to play pranks is usually really about covering something else up. What is that? Well, what are I... you trying to create? It's not really trying to create anything. It's more. It's really more of me just being me. It's me being myself, like the self who I know I am. Like mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the goofy person. I like to have fun. Do you like... have friends outside yeah. of the yeah. marriage? Yes, you yes. have friends. Yes, I have friends. Play some games with your friends. Yes, ma'am. Well, I do play games with them, but sir, you're almost thirty years old. You it's... can't play more than the kids. Okay, it's, it's it really it goes from attention, giving me attention. So I don't have. I don't get as much as uh, attention that. So, there we go. Yeah, there it is. So. so, he is saying to you, and I want him to be heard on this, mm-hmm. because it's always about something else. Mm-hmm. When I say creating, he's trying to create moments. Yeah. Memory. Where he has more attention from you. Because he's trying to say something that he doesn't know how to say. I'm observing. Okay. You know, when you get married at 19 and 20 years old and you're in a marriage for eight years, you've basically grown up together. 
you've gone through all of the things that young people who are not married, who don't have kids, you have a lot more responsibility mm -hmm. than a lot of your peers during that time period mm -hmm. in your life. Am I right? Yes. All right. But that was a choice that you made to go ahead and marry and have a family. Mm -hmm. So when you have a family and you have those responsibilities, you have a lot mm -hmm. on your plate at mm -hmm. a really young age. Yes, Eight years into the marriage, you have to think about this because when you're in your 20s, you're growing and you're learning about yourself. You're mm -hmm. discovering who you are and what you like and what works for you. Mm -hmm. It's not the same from when you're 19 to when you're 26. It's not the same. This period of growth is probably the biggest peak of growth you'll experience. Mm -hmm between the time you're 20 and 30 years old. And you two have had to do it with the responsibility of raising children of your own. Right. Because people's needs and desires and how they want to be loved, it changes over time. So you have to hear your spouse when they tell you, this is how I want to be loved. This is my love language. If she's telling you she doesn't like these pranks, she doesn't like these games, you must listen. It is not funny to her. Even if it's funny to you, it is not funny to her. You must hear her on this. Right. If he's telling you, I, w I want more attention, because you're working through and you decide to stay in the marriage despite the affairs. Mm -hmm. So you work to get the trust back. You work to get the honesty and the integrity back, and you do that by your actions. And then the next step you take, you figure out not how you want to love her, but how she wants to be loved. And you figure it out by asking. And you ask him the same thing. Mm -hmm. How does he want to be loved? What is he saying he needs from this marriage? Mm -hmm. Start looking outside of yourself, not, a, not just about what I want, but what the other person wants. Because a true marriage, a good marriage is based on deep friendship. Friendship. You like being around each other. You're friends. There's, it's compromise. It's integrity. You have created this family. You have grown up over the years, so learn the new version of the two of you that you are bringing into this marriage now as adults. Okay. Good luck to both of you. Thank you, Judge. I think I'm gonna take her advice. Well, I know I'm gonna take her advice. It was good advice, and I'm just gonna try, you know, uh, to listen to what he wants, you know, to make the relationship last. I like the judge's face uh, verdict. I like what she had to say. She made it, she made a lot of sense by playing the pranks, but I want playing the pranks just to be playing the pranks. I was playing the pranks to try to create memory, try to give us some fun things to do in our relationship. But I will take your, take take your, take her advice and know not to, you know, play the pranks anymore. I never realized that um, he could be possibly playing the pranks because he wants my attention. That's a little new to me. So, you know, I'm just gonna try my best to work toward that.